Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Well, this is Halloween. Halloween! And welcome to the Radio Nonsense Halloween Spooktacular episode! That's my uh, that's my scary laugh. Monsters and villains always have a scary laugh, don't they? I wish sometimes like you'd watch a scary show or a film and there'd be a really big monster in it and they'd laugh like burp you know and then whoever's running away from them would just turn around and go oh you're probably okay actually and then it'll hang out till the monster eats their heads off and it's all scary again sorry i'm just waiting for hollywood to call about my brilliant scary movie idea but no luck yet also you never get goodies with terrifying laughs do you right i'd love a film to be all i'm the hero and i've saved the day and then everyone goes oh dear maybe maybe we've done this wrong I'm Fiernan Booyab. That's my Halloween name, which uh, you can do as well if you just take all the bits of your name and then you make them scary instead. Like, for example, if your name is Graham Poopington, then your Halloween name would be Scary Graham Poopington. No, wait, hang on. No, it'd be Graham Boopington. Um, or uh, Linda, for example, would be Linda. Linda, what do you think about your Halloween name, Linda? No? Okay, well, one day we'll find out who this Linda is, if she's anyone at all. And this is the special Halloween episode where my guest will be answering your specifically Halloween questions that you have sent in. And if you're listening to this and thinking, but I don't celebrate Halloween, well, no, no one does, because it comes from All Hallows' Eve, where, you know, everyone just said hello to Eve and no one else. And then before that, it was All Hallow Tide, where people used to say hello to the sea. And now it's become Halloween, where we just say hello to people called Ian and no one else. But you might also do things like bobbing for apples where your ancient creaking fart ghouls sorry grown-ups who just feel ancient maybe they put loads of apples in some water and then you have to try and eat them with your face with your hands tied behind your back and hang on that just sounds really silly doesn't it it'd be much easier just to give the apple a rinse and then hold it and eat it why do grown-ups make everything so difficult Maybe you should put their favourite snacks in a barrel of water and tell them they can only grab them with their butts or they can't have them or something like that. Get your own back. Or you might also carve a pumpkin and then stick a candle in it, even though other things like candle holders hold candles much better. And then, of course, there is trick-or-treating, which is where you go around with your ancient creaking fart ghouls and you knock on people's doors in your neighbourhood and then they hide and wait till you go away. I think that's how it works. That's what I do. 
Anyway, I'm not really sure what the trick-or-treat bit is. Anyway, uh, don't worry if you don't celebrate Halloween. Lots of people don't. You might still like monsters and very silly, important questions about zombies and things, in which case this episode is still for you. And if you are doing fun Halloween things, then I hope you're having fun with those. And never forget, the best costume you can wear to a Halloween party is to go as an invisible person and then just not turn up. But tell everyone you did and they'll think your costume is amazing. Uh, So, this is a bonus episode just for this weekend of Ghosts Who Eat Toast, Ghouls Who Go To School and Witches Who Play Nintendo Switches. So, let's get to it. Thanks again for sending in all your excellent Halloween questions and let's get to the perfect guest who's going to answer them all for you. Special radio nonsense by a very hair-raising guest. And by that, I mean she looks after baby hairs until they're all grown up. Yes, that's right. It's Beck Hill, a.k.a. Count Beckula. Beck Hill's down your spine. Champion ghost shouter and the only person in the whole world to pick the bogeyman and eat him, which sounds disgusting, but it was actually very heroic. Um, Hello, Beck. Hey. <laughs> Crazy times. Those were... With, just with the bogeyman and everything yeah, yeah yeah but you know everyone's still very grateful that you did it i mean it was quite disgusting but Someone's you did it and it. and you saved a lot of people people were quite scared of that bogeyman until you ate him yeah yeah and then i pooped him out <laughs> <laughs> and that, which arguably then made him more disgusting and more terrifying yeah yeah he lives in sewers now yeah i don't yeah actually yeah. thinking about it i said i was sort of say that what you did was quite heroic but now if anything i think you may have made the bogeyman even that he's sort of a, a bogey and poo man is is far worse yeah it's true. he doesn't attack children though he only attacks adults and he only attacks adults who have sat on the toilet looking at their phones for so long that their legs have gone numb oh no that's that might then be he knows me, they though. can't run away i mean this is now you <laughs> just made me terrified of ever going to the toilet ever again yeah and when i say attack he 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 Pops his head up in the toilet and he kisses your bum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, now you've made it worse. That's even worse. I prefer to be attacked. Wow. I mean, I, I take, you know, what I, tell you, I was really singing your praises about this tackling the bogeyman. And, and now I feel like actually you've, for all the grown ups that are, are listening to this uh, with with the children, with our proper listeners, he doesn't now mean to attack never people. Go to the loo he, ever just again. Thinks, he just thinks that bums are actually someone's face and that they're very beautiful. Uh, well, that, do you know what? That's I suppose that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely met some bum faces. Uh, I've met. Have you met some bum faces? I, I regularly have a bum. I wake up in the morning and so does look in the mirror and go, "Wow, I've got a bum face today." <laughs> I think the uh, the only time I've had a bum face is um, when. Uh... No, I've never had one. I you thought maybe there'd been one in my past. No, but I was I was thinking of an elbow face. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Elbow mm. faces are a lot more common. I, I sometimes if you like lie on your pillow in a certain way and it leaves like a line down your face when you wake up, oh, and then that looks like a bum. It... 
I always end up with that line down uh, sort of over my eye and my cheek. So I look like a Bond villain. Whoa. And then I walk around the house being like, I've been expecting you. Oh, I, pillow I pat, face. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'll get you, pillow face. <laughs> yeah. That'd be such a brilliant <laughs> villain. A, a villain that's just had a really, really good night's sleep. And it's, uh, I'm being so mean because I've got more energy than everyone else. I've slept so well. <laughs> that is a villain. That is a villain. They'd, I'd be jealous of that. They'd be way happier than everyone who hasn't slept well. Yeah, that's true. It'd be, it'd be quite hard to, I don't know how you'd sort of defeat, you'd have to really tire them out. You'd have to just sort of make them run around a lot and then defeat them mm. by making them go back to bed. I feel like I can't believe they haven't got us to write the next Bond film. I'll be honest, Beck. I feel like hopefully we're in line now that Daniel Craig's done his job. We should be in line for yeah. the next one, and Bond, it can be like no time film. for no Bond, time for James sleep. Bum. <laughs> James Bum, no time for sleep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that, that sounds brilliant. I would definitely see that in a heartbeat. Um, I I, I realize that we're talking about we're talking about an action film though. That's an action film. This is a, this is the Halloween special, Beck. This is what we got to talk about like scary, scary things. Have you have you had anything scary happen to you uh, this week? This week, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I did all of the. Uh, I left all of my dirty dishes by the sink, yeah. and then later they'd all been washed. They were what? all clean. What? Yeah. I hung out a bunch of laundry and then yep. later it had all been put away. Whoa. Oh, that's really yeah. weird. And you and have no idea around, how. At around 7 or 8 p.m., I, I just get handed dinner. What? Yeah. Wow, you've got like the, the opposite job. of a poltergeist because like, a poltergeist like normally causes trouble and throws things around. You've got like an opposite poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's it, really it's, crazy. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, he's got a name as well. His name's uh, Gavin. Right. He's very right. nice. Very nice poltergeist. And is it? Can you can you see him, or is, is he like sort of you know just sort of? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I can see him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And does yeah, he look sort of scary? I married look... him. That's how. What a nice poltergeist he is. I was like, oh, I'll oh, marry wow. you. You're a nice. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And does he look very ghostly? Is he sort of, uh, does he look like he's wearing a sheet on his head or any of those sorts of normal ghost things? I mean, he's a bit pale, but he is from Scotland. So, right, uh, right. That's to be expected. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, he doesn't sound very scary at all. No, actually, yeah. I, I mean, it's spooky more than it is scary. Yeah. Lucky, I would say, maybe more than spooky. <laughs> Yeah, and how do, is is there like a way? Did you have to sort of um, I don't know, like I don't sort of you can either conjure up a ghost, I suppose, like with, with a sort of like a, a a scary I don't know spell or something, you know, or or like was he already in the in the house? Was he already speaking the house? Because basically, what I'm trying to work out is if I leave a load of dirty dishes by the sink, I just get told off, and I would I'd like a ghost to come and do them. But oh, who tells you off though? Is it your poltergeist? Oh yeah, you see, but I've got see my pot. I've got two poltergeists. I've got a little one that's really noisy, and, uh, yeah. and she like she doesn't really do chaotic. Any, yeah, she's she's like a proper poltergeist. She just sort of leaves mess everywhere, and mm. uh, and uses the potty and stuff, and I have to clean it up. And then oh, the, so a potty geist. 
A potty geist. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another poltergeist and she just sort of gets upset if I don't do the washing up. So, yeah, I feel mm. like maybe I, do you want to swap poltergeists? Mm, no, but I feel like if you and I were holiday, our poltergeists would like do OK for a while. Sure. Maybe that's what I need. To, maybe I need to go out and it's funny. It's just funny when <laughs> you're talking about break. just like how we've all got like just ghosts in our like just poltergeists just hanging around our homes. Like we only talk about this mm. at Halloween, but they're there all, all the time. All the time. Actually, I will tell you, I'm pretty sure my fridge is haunted. Oh, why is that? Yeah, uh, it's really cold. Oh. You know how when, whenever people go to like a house and there's a cold spot and that's where the, the ghost is? Yeah. Yeah. My fridge is really cold. So I think there's, and I know people are like, oh, Beck, fridges are meant to be cold. But I mean, yeah, what a, what better place for uh, for someone to, for a ghost to hide than somewhere yeah. that's already cold? Well, I mean, that's also, why Antarctica's got so many ghosts. Of course it has. That makes total sense. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I am worried because you say your fridge is cold, there must be a ghost in it. Our freezer must be full of ghosts. Oh yeah, yeah. Little uh, little cubed ones, little cube frozen ones. That's it. Yeah, right. I've seen them. I've seen them. they look really ghostly as well. Yeah. Um. And then mm. I normally try and release them back to like the the spirit world or, or wherever it is they live by having them in in a drink. Yeah, that's in a spirit. Yeah, in a spirit. Yes, that's yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very yes, very clever. Yeah. Wow. It's this is. Oh, I think you you just really made me realise that I think we you know we as I said we talk about this just for Halloween, but actually we interact with all these sort of monsters and and ghouls on a day to day basis. I'm often in the supermarket, and I, I'm sure everyone else there is a zombie. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's why. Uh, that that that's why they're always in the meat section looking for brains. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably it, isn't it? And it's definitely like if you, if you get on the, like, the train early in the morning and it's just full of zombie, completely zombied people who look really like they're just walking around going, you know, all, yeah. the, all the sort of grown-ups, definitely. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. And there's, and I'm pretty sure as well in our area, sometimes at night I hear a, and I'm, I'm sure there must be a werewolf around in, in the neighbour's garden. Um, I mean, very sort yeah. of like very small werewolf with a little collar but i'm guessing that's just just a sort of werewolf isn't it yeah it's probably a child like they're probably normally a child and then yeah. they become a little werewolf yeah yeah so if you see any you know when you see the small child that's on a harness you know if anyone listening if you if you've got a younger brother or sister and your parents have to keep them on a harness so they don't run away yes they're probably also a werewolf that's why when you that that's why when you see those little dogs on on you know harnesses yeah it's, it is the same isn't it yeah. yeah that is yeah. true and i think also just generally if you see just very hairy people they're probably well i've got a, a beard and hair i'm i do worry that sometimes i'm a werewolf oh i mean without a doubt i've always felt that way about you Tynan. yeah yeah i just i'm just not yeah. a very good one you know like i, I can't I well, you keep really... forgetting to change back into a human. That's that's part of my problem. It's also that I don't really like going out at night because I'm I'm sort of tired by that point. Um, I prefer to stay in and watch TV. So you know, I don't really do sure. the werewolf thing. I don't really like howling at the moon because um, you know, again, we sort of get complaints, and I feel like the moon's the moon gets enough you know sort of things shouted at it. I don't I don't want to join in. I feel it's a bit mean. 
Does no, it? What, so, what other things does the moon get shouted at it, Tina? I crater face. Ah, oh, you big oh. stinky cheese ball. Um, I oh, so mean. Your boring moon. Nothing on there. There's stuff like that. It's just sort of. Who's who's yelling that? Astronauts. You know the poltergeists I live with. They're very rude. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I don't know why they do it, but it's often you know that's one when they see that I haven't done the dishes and then they go out in the garden and shout at the moon. It's it's just how it works. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, That's it's fair. very strange. It's very strange. Very strange lives. Well, I mean, well, I'm, 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 I'm really pleased you've had a spooky experience before. Um, you know, coming to do the podcast today, I think that that's probably hopefully put you in the right mindset. We've had some amazing questions sent in specifically for this Halloween special. Um, but before we get to that, uh, Beck, I have to ask you: Do you have a favourite spooky noise that you could do for this here audio podcast for people to listen to with their ears or monster ears or monster knees? I don't really know how monsters listen to things. Maybe through their bums we don't know uh yeah actually i do mm. and um any any kids listening to this if you do this to an adult you it will actually terrify it will terrify them so i think the spookiest thing is a little voice saying uh one or the other of these daddy or mommy but like in the in the dark in the Ugh. dark when you can't see anyone. If you're if you're a child listening to this and you want to spook your parents or any adults around, wait wait till it's dark and they don't know you're in the room and then just do that. Daddy. Uh, it's creepy. That is creepy. I I think yeah. I definitely. I'd definitely be creeped out by that. I mean, there's definitely a big part of me would be creeped out by that because I'd be thinking, but you're meant to be in bed. Why aren't you in bed? And that would automatically creep me out instantly because it would be really annoying. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really spooky. Um, is why are, why are little children's voices quite spooky? Like sometimes, so I think a lot of listeners listening to this won't realise that sometimes little voices can be the scariest voices. And I think maybe mm. it's just because you think, but you're meant to be, why aren't you in bed? And they, they, I'm now terrified yeah. about tomorrow when you're going to be overtired and you're going to be really annoying. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I never thought it should be, should be big, loud voices, shouldn't it? That are the scariest. Yeah, it really should be. It should be like, not even like you're saying like, daddy, mummy would be scary, but it should be daddy, mama. Like that should be terrifying. Yeah, like, if that'd it was be dark terrifying. And I just heard that. I'd be like, what is that? Who's done that? That'd yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who's in my room? Exactly. And also if a voice that big is asking for its daddy or its mummy, imagine how big its daddy or its mummy are. They'd be massive. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, that is well, good choice though, very good choice of spooky noise. And um, I wondered as well, obviously, because this is a a family, I mean, it's, I say it's a family podcast, but it's a Halloween special, so it's probably too scary for most uh, grown-ups listening, but it is it is indeed for, for everyone younger who can handle kind of monster chat. But I just want to check um, if there are any spooky, rude words that you definitely won't be saying for this episode so that it is okay for people of all ages, including ancient mummies and indeed mummies who feel ancient uh, and daddies who feel ancient too. Oh, uh, yeah, I promised I would never say Shrektoplasm. Oh, no. Wow. Mm. That's quite the word because, because that's too... That's like... Sh- sh- wow. Ugh. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really want to say Shrektoplasm, but yeah. It is rude. Yeah, you shouldn't say it. It means like the slime left over by uh, Shrek, uh, a Shrek ghost. 
a Shrek ghost. So it's a ghost of yeah. a tr- so it's a ghost of an ogre, and then they leave slime. Mm. Wow, there's a lot to that, and I guess and it's the slime green. is called Shrektoplasm, but it's yeah. a very rude word, so you yeah. shouldn't say it. Wow, I think I've sneezed Shrektoplasm before. I think there's a big chance. Definitely done a big sneeze and be like, well, that is Shrektoplasm. Wow. But I, I won't say it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for not saying You might it. upset upset anyone near you. Yeah, I think I think I do regularly anyway. But I think, yeah, I'll definitely, yeah, I definitely won't say Shrektoplasm. Thank you for making sure you won't say Shrektoplasm too. And no one will throughout the rest of this episode. Um, right, Beck. Not as that... bad as Eggdoplasm. Uh, is that like the... Which is not a rude word, but is, is um, far grosser. Is that so? Is that is that exoplasm left by the ghost of an egg, or is it just the sort of like when you like drop an egg and it goes everywhere? Uh, it's it's when you break an egg and uh, just a ghost comes out, <laughs> but there's nothing else in there. That'd be so annoying. I'd be really annoyed if I'm like, mm, I'm going to have eggs for breakfast. Woo! Oh, come on! I'd be really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you can't scramble a ghost. Who oh. says? Well, if you tried, I bet they. I bet it'd be really tricky. They just sort of keep going, woo, woo, and then be like of... trying. Be like trying to make candy floss. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on though. Hang on. Now you've changed my mind because if I cracked open an egg and a ghost came out and then I scrambled it and I got candy floss, I'd actually be much happier. Oh, me too. Maybe that's where candy floss comes from. Do you think candy floss is scrambled ghosts? And I mean, then there's, I mean, wow, hang on. Beck, we've got a lot of questions to answer, but I feel the need to delve into this slightly. If you go to like a fairground and they're selling candy floss, there's a person there that has captured a lot of ghosts and is scrambling them just for children to eat. Yes. That feels, Wow. I mean, but also now I'm worried, like, what if the poltergeists we live with end up getting captured by someone at the fairground and, t- and then, like, turn into candy floss and then then who does the dishes? Yeah, I'm a bit worried. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're trying to tie. I was going to say that um, that is actually where the uh, there's a there's a film for grownups called Ghost in the Shell. And that's mm. that's exactly what it's about. Yes. Yes. I've heard about that. Yeah, it's entirely about someone who's like i'm gonna have eggs for tea cracks them open it's a ghost they scramble that yeah, yeah 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 it's i mean it's it's not a great film it's not very long no it's good. very very yeah. short one yeah 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 well wow there you go and i just um any any sort of children listening to this that are worried that their eggs are gonna have a ghost in i think am i am i right in that you only get eggs if if there's like a, a a chicken that goes cockadoodle boo, is that is that the ones that that lay the ghost eggs? Yeah, yeah, because the ones that go cockadoodle do are roosters and they cannot lay eggs. Yes, so yes, that's... you need the the ones that go cockadoodle boo. They're boosters. Yes. They lay ghost eggs. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So that's it. Good. Good. I'm glad we've got that. Um... I'm glad we've got that sorted out. Just people need to know these warnings so they can avoid ghost eggs if they don't want them, or if they do want candy floss, they yeah. can get. Well, yeah, you so won't get. If, just get free range ones. They won't. They won't have eggdoplasm. You're good. Yes, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. So not not free. So you want free range, 
you don't want haunted Free house, good ones. Hen, haunted co- hens, I think, is where they live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't very, want those. No, no, it's very complicated. Well, well, thank you, Ben. Thanks for not saying Shrektoplasm. Uh, Free well. Strange, I think, is the Free other Free Strange, that's it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Those are the, that's that's right. That's absolutely <laughs> the ones that you uh, the ones that you want. Yeah. <laughs> have ghosts in them. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, right. <laughs> well, now now we've covered that important uh, important chat about ghost eggs, which is very it's actually very important. I think not enough podcasts are discussing the important issues like that and i'm glad that we can bring this to listeners um out there it's something that kids need to know especially uh, before halloween weekend um but look i've been sending i've been sending loads of questions by all the listeners who i i can't believe how much they need to ask about halloween actually and um the, the first set of questions just just from one person right because i didn't say how many questions to send in and uh, this one person alexandra kelly who is age 10 england ps poo ps gorilla ps gorilla poo toilet um she Whoa. has sent it yeah that's what she said that's all in emojis and she also put like um england and then the england flag just just to make sure i knew which one it well actually i suppose she oh, wanted yeah. me to know which one it is it also looks like a like a red cross so maybe she's a doctor i don't know it's very confusing or maybe it's like where a helicopter should land i don't know anyway but anyway she's given me extra information that she's got three questions so are you ready I, I'll, I'll fire off question one and Beck, I think you're going to be very good with this. So, Alexandra would like to know why do people find skeletons scarier than the muscular system? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Oh, uh, yep. Um, I know the answer to that. Hmm. It's because the muscular system, without a skeleton or anything, can't stand up. It's it just looks like a pile of clothes. On the floor, oh. it's very hard to be scared of that. But a skeleton, you can you can prop it up, you can stand it up, like build, you know, it's like a Lego. It's like building blocks. Yes, that's true. So and then you're like, oh, you're that's like, a big thing. Because if you're being chased down the road by a skeleton, that would be quite scary because it'd probably run after you. But if you're being chased down the road by a muscular system, it'd just be like, and just sort of yeah, on the, probably on the get ground. attacked by dogs or foxes or something before it got to you. Yeah, that's that's a really good. <laughs> ah, I'm being chased by some like thigh muscles. Ah, so I've they're still there. They've taken a very long time. Yeah. Oh, it's raining. Yeah. They've been washed down the drain. <laughs> 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 That'd be a really rubbish film. <laughs> I like. So I suppose the fear would be if skeletons and the muscular system teamed up. If they worked out, they could team up together. Oh, don't even honestly like. That would be the scary. Don't give them ideas, Tiernan. Mm. Like, imagine if the muscular system, the skeletal system, and like skin and and uh, vital organs all teamed up. Oh no, we'd we'd be in so much trouble. Oh, that's terrifying. They'd be unstoppable. And can you imagine how they'd look? Oh, they look really hideous. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. That is horrible. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe Alexandra asked that question actually because they put it like that. I feel I'm worried I'm gonna have nightmares for a long time about that combination of skeletons, muscles, vital organs, skin, hair. Imagine if there was hair on there as well. Possibly clothes, Ugh. maybe shoes. Oh my goodness. Oh, not worth thinking about. Wow. Wow. Well, that, I mean, you answered that one very quickly. That was very impressive, Beck. I knew you were the person to talk to for the, for this special show. Um, Alexandra's next question. This is really important, actually. I, I do wonder about this quite a lot. Why do people 
And I want to say, she. I'll, I'll tell you the question first, but she says, why do people always say boo? Because poo would be so much better. Now, I just want to say this. She says, why do people always say boo? And I don't about you. I don't. I don't know, like not in my area, people every day aren't going around, boo, 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 boo. I don't, I don't think they're always saying it, but maybe where she lives in England, maybe they are. Mm, yeah, maybe, um, uh, maybe I've been gigging there. She's just heard a lot of people <laughs> saying boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. So would you prefer them to say yeah. poo, poo? Um, yeah, maybe, because then I think, oh, maybe, maybe they've done a poo and that's why they're upset, not because yes. they're not enjoying my stand up. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I mean, but do yeah. you think boo is a particularly, it's not really that bad a word. It, you know, there's that phrase, isn't it? Like you should, you can't say boo to a goose and I don't know why you're not allowed to, I don't know what it is about geese where you can't say boo to them. Maybe I once said boo to a dog. Oh yeah, what happened? And it did not like it. It go. Oh. I, I and the dog was walking in, and I jumped out and went boo like that, and the dog jumped and then barked at me because it was very angry that I gave it a scare. Wow! <laughs> and I thought, oh, I didn't know you could scare dogs, but now I do, and I feel bad. Yeah, that is bad. I mean, but again, I, I would have thought because mm-hmm. boo's not that far from a woof. Like, like there's there's two. You know, it's got two O's in it, like woof. And and you know you get rid oh, of the yeah, F. It's right. just a woo, and a woo's quite like a boo. So why is I don't know why a boo is particularly. No, I see. I think a woo with two O's is a nice thing. You know, like mm. when you woo someone, uh, three O's or more. That's scary. That's woo. Yes, but is that not mm. just a fancy, like a really fancy ghost, like a woo? I'm a ghost. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Whereas a boo ghost is like, boo, I'm a scare your dog. Woo, I'm wearing yeah. nice clothes. <laughs> a boo, but also boo is like short for, it's like bae, isn't it? Boo can be like your your boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, can like, it? Oh, my boo. So yeah. when when like ghosts go boo, they could be like, you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend. But they... Oh, they're asking you on a date. Yeah. Wow, oh, they have crushes on you. <laughs> That's quite nice. Yeah, see, uh, people think ghosts are scary, but they're just like they either got a crush on you or they're telling you they're real fancy ghosts, and they're going woo. That's not that. It's not. That bad. I mean, Alexander. All you asked... have to do is say, "I, I just think we should be friends," and then that's cool. Yeah, they'll, that's they'll nice. calm down. That's lovely. I mean, Alexandra's saying that she thinks poo would be so much better than boo, but I feel like you've justified boo quite well there. Yeah, I mean, poo is uh, poo. Like if a if a ghost said, well, it depends. If a ghost jumped out very quickly and went poo like that, I I would probably be just as scared. <laughs> if they were holding poo at the time, I would be I would be more scared. Ghost poo, yeah. But if they weren't holding poo, and then you were like, why did you say poo? You would just be confused. You wouldn't like after a while, you'd just be like, I think you're yeah. overselling yourself, mate. I, I think that where you'd say walk into like a haunted building and if everyone was like, welcome to this haunted building. And then as you're wandering around, wandering around there were just ghosts going, poo, poo. I, I don't think I'd be very scared. I think I'd find it very funny. That would be very funny. Yeah. Poo, poo. poo. It's, it's just not very, I, I don't think it would do ghost reputations very well if they wanted to scare What if it people. wasn't little? What if it was like, oh, it was really big? Well, then big I'd be poo. worried they're saying that I smelt bad. And then I'd be just a bit upset. 
Yeah, well, that's their aim, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Hootergeists. Oh my goodness. And the potty guys, of course, that, that we mentioned earlier. So Yeah, they're friends. Yeah, they I'm not surprised. They probably hang out just so they can sort of shout, Who? Here's the potty. Yeah, it's, yeah, it works out really well, yeah. actually. Wow, wow. Again, so many layers to that one. Um, Alexandra's got another question as well, because as I said, I didn't say how many questions, she said in three. Um, but fair enough, all three are very important. Um, she's also asked, why do shops not make costume costume costumes why do shops not make custom costumes for kids who want to be their parents for halloween because they are terrifying when they're angry um probably uh just an issue with the uh, demand i think <laughs> yeah because you'd have to have one made of every single pet like it'd be tricky wouldn't it yeah it's, it's a yeah. lot of work i think yeah. it's a great idea uh, but i think the um the business model would would actually be failing. I think you'd go out of business very quickly unless yeah. you were charging quite a lot for a custom outfit. But I'll be honest, I'm not sure many children have the money for, yes. for a custom I mean, I, tailored. I, I probably could suggest to Alexandra and, and in fact, any of the children listening, that if you want to dress up as your parents for Halloween, um, because they're your parents, what you probably could just do is is put, like put some makeup under your eyes so you look tired, and draw a beard on your face. It doesn't matter if you're going as as uh, which whichever parent you're growing up, whichever grown up you live with, draw a beard on your face and make your eyes look tired, and maybe drink like have stinky coffee breath. And I reckon you'll probably be mm. exactly like them. Just steal that. Just take the clothes. Just steal their clothes out there. I don't know why you need custom outfits. You've got one already in their wardrobe. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Just take their clothes and wear them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially their fancies. Yeah. Take their, like, really fancy clothes that they only save for really big nights out because those are the ones you want to wear Yeah, if you're going to go stomping around outside when it's wet and rainy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really good tip. It's a really good tip. So, I mean, I think I think you've got a pretty reasonable answer then. That, yeah, if they made ones for everyone's parents that would be so and also it'd be really annoying if you turn up to a shop and like i'd like to dress like my dad and then you had to go through all the other dads till you found where your one mm. what, it would take forever or what if someone else bought your the one of your dad and so someone else went as your dad and then you had to try and find someone whose dad looked a bit like yours <laughs> no. and then people would be like wow your costume's rubbish you don't look like your dad <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's got a bum face, and that's not a bum face. And then, yeah, it'd be awkward. Yeah, there's a lot of problems. I think there's a lot. Of, I think it's probably a good yeah. idea to. Or imagine if you walked into one of your parents' bosses and they thought you were your parent, and then they were like, "You have to come into work right now. It's it's important." And then you did, and then you were bad, and then they fired you. And then you had right. to explain to your parent why you got them fired. Or even worse, what if you were good and then you kept having to go in and then your parent got to have oh, yeah. like a lovely time like not going in and getting to go to school and hang out with all your friends. And then all your friends were like, whoa, you're even cooler as our friend than oh. our friend is. And then you have to live a boring life doing grown up stuff and paying bills. Mm. Actually scary. Yeah, I actually, do you know what? I not only say, I, I not only don't recommend opening a shop like that, I don't recommend dressing up as your parent. The risks are too big. Far too big. Far too big. And and have genuinely scary consequences. So I think, yeah. Alexandra, keep clear from that. Don't dress up as, as uh, your grown-ups for Halloween. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, that's all of Alexandra's questions answered. Um, <clears throat> right. I'm going to... We've got questions now from... Um, 
we've got a question first from Beatrix Coutsey, I think is her surname. Um, who and and then we've got one. I think I'm guessing from her sister Lila Coutsey. And Beatrix is uh, age six and uh, from Kansas City, which is very exciting because cool. that's a great place for Halloween. Because obviously, if you've seen The Wizard of Oz, they have to deal with witches fairly often. Uh, mm. in Kansas so they're really good at this sort of stuff um, and Beatrix would like to know this is an interesting question why are pumpkins pumpkins and mm. yeah I mean it's mm. it's a curious question it's a question they've that... been asking since the ages isn't it mm. since since Greek philosophers were around they were mm. asking that question yes yes and, and they used uh... to sit on like you know, the stone steps of like a big auditorium and the stadium and they'd be like, why are pumpkins pumpkins? Oh, Zeus. Mm. And then they'd demand an answer from like the Greek gods and no one would give one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I actually do know the answer though. Oh, uh, do you? It is because they are related to pumps. Right. You see, yeah, uh, the next of kin. Right. Pumps, so it's pumpkins. Sure. So they're like, so like, are they like baby yeah. pumps? So if you have like a pump, so oh no, when... next of kin could be like a, you know, it's you know, they could be a parent or, or a sibling or anything like that. Okay. Okay. And when you say pumps, do you mean like sort of bicycle pumps? Are you talking like foot pumps? What sort of pumps are we going for here? Uh, yes, all of all of them. All the pumps. That, that's wow. why you get different types of pumpkins. That that's why you know you might have like a. Uh, a the different ones. Yeah, <laughs> well, like a big pumpkin or a little pumpkin. There's those ones, little, aren't they? There are. What's the one that's not butternut squash? Butternut pumpkin. Is that one? I don't know. Probably. Uh, probably. There's. There's like. There's. But, yeah. well, there's a butternut squash, and then there's a normal squash, isn't there? And then there's like a good, a good. I think gourd. they're like trying to say good. They look like gourds. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah. they're not, they're not like good. I always thought it was like, because they're really good, but they're so good, they're good. And that's they're what they were talking about. They're, this one's really yeah. good. And then and then there's like yeah. pumpkins. But but you can't pump things up with it. Like if you had an inflatable like mattress and you tried to pump it up with a pumpkin, that would take a really long time. Yeah, no, they're just related. That doesn't make them the same. Right. Um, but they're related because um, a lot of people don't know this, but in the old days, and this is why we have, um, why people carve them at Halloween as well, is that in the old days, they would, uh, you, they would um, hollow out a pumpkin and uh, so it like, could contain air. Yeah. And then they would... <laughs> run like they would run like a pipe from it into whatever they wanted to inflate right um and then and then you would jump on it and it would go and blow all the air into the thing wow. so they used to be used as pumps yeah yeah and that's and then people like well, these aren't very good pumps we'll just say <laughs> that they're related they're pumpkins they're sure, sort of sure. yeah and they're better to, to eat yeah. or to put candles in then because i mean at the same time you you don't want to make a pie out of foot pumps because that would taste horrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 
Wow. That's a fascinating history of the pumpkin there, Beck. Thank you for I didn't realise you were so knowledgeable about pumpkins. But I mean I I should have known you would be. I should have known, obviously. Um and, and it's lucky because um Lila Kautsi, who is age twelve and also from Kansas City, what are the chances? Um she's, yeah, it's completely mad. Um she has asked, Why do we carve pumpkins and not mangoes? Uh, because the mangoes weren't big enough back in the day to fill with air and, and pump anything up. Mm. Yeah. With, it was just the, the pumpkins were big enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, these oh, days, you could. As well, in other countries, they might do. Might just be pumpkins here because that's what grows here. But, yes. You know, maybe in Costa Rica, where there's lots of mangoes, maybe they do carve them. I mean, I, I did wonder if part of it is, is it sometimes like, like mangoes can be really squishy. And if you tried to carve a mango... You just go, and then you'd end up with like mango everywhere, and you'd be like, "Can you see the face of my mango?" No, because it's all just squished and that's rubbish. You'd have to blow it up like a balloon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's you probably have to blow it up. But like then a when you went to put the face, face part in, yeah, you would pop it. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have to like draw it on with a pen. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why, like for Halloween, if you wanted to, you couldn't draw a face on a mango with a pen. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to hollow it out then. In mm. fact, if we didn't hollow out stuff, you could draw a face on any yeah. fruit or vegetable. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of having like a scary, stopping you. a scary banana or like a terrifying, a terrifying plum just sitting sitting around in a windowsill. <laughs> just a grape. Yeah, that's one grape. Well, yeah, I like one grape, but you can also have a bunch where everyone is a different little scary face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you've really pointed out, like, pumpkins really have the monopoly on Halloween, like, sort of uh, vegetable or, or fruit. You know, I, I feel like other, you know, where, where's the scary potatoes? Uh, like, can we, can we share it out a little bit and, and diversify the scary... Um, yeah, because you get sweet potatoes, don't you? So they're the nice ones. Mm. They're really sweet. Yeah. So they should have naughty potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> naughty potatoes <laughs> naughty potatoes in fact anyone listening if you do a naughty potato display for halloween can you uh, uh get an adult to send a photo to comedy club for kids yeah i yep. would like to see that please send that as you know to podcast at comedy club for kids uk i wonder if naughty potatoes are ones that refuse to put their jacket on that might be that might be the oh one. yeah yeah could be the naughty ones. They would, they would get very cold very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Which is really naughty. Wow. Well, that that was mm. um, some fantastic answering again. Thank you. We've 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 got we've got three more questions, and I I've just realised actually. Oh no, four more questions. Sorry, and I've just realised the next question. I think we might have answered earlier. So I'll see. Ooh. I'll see what you think about this. I didn't mean to answer this. Or I don't. I don't think we meant to answer this earlier. But Ridley, age nine, um, has mm. asked. How do free-range chickens celebrate Halloween? And in brackets, I am guessing the battery ones don't get a chance. Now, I know we answered it. We talked earlier about free strange chickens and ghost eggs. But I suppose we didn't Mm. say particularly how free-range chickens celebrate Halloween. And do they do anything in particular? Uh, Yep. Um, Well, actually, a lot of people don't realise this, but at Halloween, um, a lot of free-range chickens, um, they will save uh, turkeys who are in distress. So the turkeys that are trying to, to, you know, 
escape before Christmas or Thanksgiving if you're in the US or anything like that. They're like, oh, help me. And then the free range chickens will, will uh, you know, help help them out of their, their cages and stuff. And then they'll go in and get them across the border. They'll wow. hide them and they, they dress them up as chickens. They put like a amazing they like have to hide their their goggle their gobbly neck bits <laughs> i suppose halloween is a perfect time to get a chicken costume in order to dress up a turkey as a chicken and then i guess you can yeah. smuggle it out because everyone's too distracted with halloween is that how that works yeah that's right and then once they've got them all then then they have like a dance they have like a nice fun celebration now, do work. they do the funky chicken or do they do some sort of turkey-based dance? Turkey-based yeah. dance. Yeah, no, yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to do turkey-based dance. That would probably be yeah. quite scary <laughs> for the turkey, which I suppose would be a kind of Halloween night for the turkeys in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, they, they do the chicken dance. That's exact, because if, the, if they started doing turkey dances, then it might backfire. Someone might think that they're all turkeys. Oh yeah, of course. Like the turkeys and the chickens, and then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll all end up as dinner. So that's true. Only ever the chicken dance. Sometimes they do the the Mexican hat dance. Just oh because yeah, it's fun. Of course. Well, why wouldn't yeah. you? It's like it's one of the best. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. And I was going to say, do you think free because it, I thought we brought up a good point there, but like. Obviously, free-range chickens then don't do Halloween like how like humans do because they're too busy saving turkeys. But I wondered if they did. Do you think they'd dress up as like a drumstick, or do you think they'd dress up as like because like we dress up as like skeletons? So would chickens dress mm. up as like skeleton chickens, or just sort of like a roast chicken, or something like that? Uh, actually, the most uh, popular costume for chickens at Halloween is. Um... Uh, is dinosaurs. They dress as dinosaurs because that's obviously where chicken, you know, all mm. birds evolved from dinosaurs. So uh, it, it's like dressing up as a ghost because you're sort of going as your ancestor. Wow. So they go as I dinosaurs. I would love to yeah. see a whole load of small chickens dressed as dinosaurs parading, like, round, knocking on doors, asking for treats, which would be easy to give them treats. Just give them some seed or whatever. And that's it, like pellets. Yeah. They do really move easy. in flocks. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Wow, well, that is great. That is great. Thank you, Beck. Fantastic. Um, right, we've got this. Um, this question's got quite a long lead in, so I'm gonna but I'm gonna read it all to you. Um, and this question for listeners. So I should just say this question uh, is from Biggie Cheese, and listeners who may have heard uh, the episode with Luke Rollison knows that we did have an annoying noise sent in by not Biggie Cheese, but Biggie Cheese sent their regards. Whereas this has actually been sent in by Biggie Cheese. So just so you can keep up with that there it's very nice to actually have biggie cheese and one in themselves um so this message is hello radio nonsense i have a very extremely trefenda terrisorously importante questioni why are ghosts made out of tea towels laundry and bed sheets i'm actually stumped help plez lots of burps and thermometers biggie cheese gust for the record i am minus 97 to the power of five times four percent also so 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 from biggie cheese so that's that I mean, the question there was mm. why are ghosts... I mean, there's a lot lot to sort of um, pick out through that, but the main question was why are ghosts made out of tea towels, laundry and bed sheets? And I... I, I mean, I, I haven't... I, I like the, the tea towel ghosts myself. They're very handy in, in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah, they are. 
small as well. Very small, those ones. Yes, very small, but like really, uh, you know, they just sort of, if they fly to you just as you need to like dry the washing up, that's really, or just as someone spills something, they're really, that's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. What you don't want is them to fly to you when you're, when everything's dry already. Yes, that's it. This is not helpful. Yeah, or like they fly in your Um, face while you're trying to do something. That's quite bad, yeah. I would actually argue that uh, ghosts are only ever laundry and sheets and things uh, when they're haunting a place where those things haven't been put away properly. Wow. Because it's like, you know, if you're if you're going through your drawer and you're throwing stuff behind you, it's probably, like, chances are it'll land on a ghost. Mm. So it's not that they're, like, choosing to be in those things. It's just you're probably so messy that it got caught in one of those things. Like, you know, try it out. If you threw around feathers and stuff, you'd uh, the ghost in your house would probably be covered in feathers. Yeah, yeah. So if you just like threw pants everywhere, you'd end up with like pants ghosts. Pants ghosts, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting mm. experiment to see what you could throw around where you live and see if you then get ghosts covered in like you know if you threw around like cornflakes, would you get a cornflake ghost? And you know if you if yeah. You, through around, I don't know what shampoo would you get a shampoo like you could you could really sort of see what exciting ghosts concoctions you could come up with, and maybe certain things uh would really suit a ghost more than others, you know that might be quite nice, yeah, yeah, that's you know i would I would argue that sheets of things very shapeless mm. you know, ghosts they, they never get to show off their figures I tell you so, what's uh, interesting right is is shower curtains seem to stick to everything mm. like cuz if you ever have a shower mm. curtain it just and you have a shower it always sticks to you right it, it always does but then you never see ghosts yeah. like with shower curtains on even though like you'd think that would be the one thing that would stick to them that's why they stick to you though cuz they're ghosts oh they're already they're ghosts. trying to attack you oh i yeah. see right Right. But because they're like being, but you know, shower curtains, they're attached to the yes. rod, like sheets and things aren't, so they can sure. go around. So the, the, those ones you don't see around because they can't escape the shower. They have to be there. Right. That so makes sense. Yeah. when, when the shower curtain tries to stick to you, that's just a ghost, uh, trying to, trying to scare you right. or hug and, you. And I guess they've got like a job because they have to be in the shower. Whereas the others, well, tea towel ghosts, I guess have jobs as well, but I don't know. The other the other ghosts are a bit more kind of variable in what what they want to do and maybe haven't chosen their profession yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, that's that's very. Fascinating. I was going to say that I don't think the ones in the showers. Are, I don't think it's their their job. I think they're being punished. Oh. They're actually, uh, you know, it's like they're being handcuffed to the rail. That's why they've got all those little circles. Oh, so they sure. they were very naughty, and so now they have to stay in the bathroom where all the poos are done. Right, yeah, which is a really mean punishment. I mean, but I, I obviously that's why they try and grab hold of you. They're yeah. like, "Get me out of here!" It smells like poo. Poo. And that's... poo. <laughs> Back to the beginning. Goodbye. Wow. Wow. Well, that's yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's really interesting. Okay. Well, that's good. And I, and I suppose yeah. You know, um, Biggie Cheese here has asked about these ghosts made of tea towels, laundry, and bed sheets, and. Maybe if there are any listeners who have ghosts in, you know, where they are that are may that have got other things on them, because maybe you you tied your your tea towels, laundry, bed sheets away. Please let us please write in and let us know. I'd love to know what what kind of ghost you have where you are. Beck, just out of interest, does your poltergeist at your home does that 
does he wear sort of tea towels, laundry and bed sheets or do you put yours away properly and does he have to wear something yeah. else? Uh, sometimes he has a tea towel, but it's just sort of draped over his shoulder. So it, it, it's it's not in a traditional ghost sense. Sure. When he makes the bed, uh, there's, um, you know, then it looks a bit like a ghost. Sure. You know, when you yeah. wave wave the, the sheet across so that it sort of gets all straight yeah. on the bed. Right, right, sure, sure. So just like sort of temporary. Yeah, because my, um, my potty ghost in particular, the little one, she... She often has a sheet over her, but normally just when she's going to bed and then when she like is still in bed in the morning, but otherwise no sheets. Uh, she has a towel sometimes yeah. when she gets out of the bath, but it's not, mm. it's not particularly Your little scary. one's usually wearing uh, pyjamas. Yes, that's it. Yeah, normally pyjamas. Uh, I suppose maybe we leave, maybe I need to tidy up the pyjamas a bit more. Mm. So that, but then she might get cold. You do have to worry about ghosts with you don't want them to get. It's yeah, sometimes they get should say cold. it's nice to leave out these bed sheets and things, otherwise they get cold. Maybe leave out a woolly jumper, a hat, you know, as it yeah, gets or a blanket. Tired. Yeah, that's nicer, isn't it? Mm. That is nicer. Right. Well, I think that one was very uh, succinctly answered. Um, thank you to uh, Biggie Cheese, so 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 Biggie Cheese, uh, for sending that one in. Um, this one is this is our penultimate question, and this is from Millie, who is aged minus. One, two, three, seven, eight, nine, HSHS. Uh, so I don't know if that's wow. hours, hours. I don't know what the HS stands for. High speed, high speed horses. I don't mm, know what it stands for. High school, for. hydrogen something. Yes, maybe. Maybe high school hydrogen snorkels. Yeah. That could yeah. Be. yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's everyone likes to uh sort of you know you feel you should be the age that you want to be that's what i think if you if you feel that age if millie feels the age of minus one two three seven eight nine high school hydrogen snorkels mm. then you go for it millie i think i'm, I'm quite jealous to be honest I'd, I'd love to be that age very young i'm impressed that millie sent us anything which you know what she sent us not only did she send us things in she sent us things in with hang on one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen emojis it's also a good number for Halloween. Wow. So that's, I mean, just, just considering she is minus that age, she's doing very well. She's very smart. Very, very smart. Um, and, and Millie has asked, um, and again, we've sort of, there's been a lot of pumpkin-based uh, chat already, but Millie has asked, do pumpkins come alive on the night of Halloween? Uh the ones that are that haven't been carved. <laughs> the ones yeah. who've been carved, yeah, they don't. You wouldn't want them to either. No. Like, ah! Yeah. cut out all my head. Uh, there's a candle in my brain. That would be the worst yeah, bit. They'd yeah. wake up and their they like their brain would be boiling hot because they'd have a candle in their head. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then all the other pumpkins that haven't been carved go around looking at the other ones and they're like, oh, glad that wasn't me. Yeah. So they're like a warning to all the other pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually quite dark. Now it's really dark. Yeah. It's really dark. I mean, I suppose we wouldn't really notice if pumpkins came alive because they, they sort of stuck to, in the ground and they can't really do very much until you sort of take them out and carve them. So. Would we know? I I would set up a trap. Whoa. What sort of yeah, trap? I would yeah, I would take the you know what pumpkins love more than anything. What it what's that? 
<laughs> lattes. Oh, I've got, oh, yeah, of course. Right. They love the latte. Yes, they love of course. It. They love a latte. Yeah, is that now? So, that's why they've made the the. Am I right in thinking that the pumpkin spice latte is to put pumpkins off having lattes because they wouldn't want a latte that tastes like themselves? That would be disgusting. Correct. So, so we have to have pumpkin spice lattes at Halloween because if if we don't, the pumpkins drink all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's so it's it's, it's a very clever tactic, and and we all think, oh, they're just bringing out the pumpkin spice latte because the humans love to drink. No, it is absolutely like a a deterrent. It's a bit like how like um if a dog wees somewhere, like another dog will go, oh, that's that dog's territory. So if if like the mm, pumpkins mm-hmm. are like, I'm going to have this latte. Oh, it already smells like pumpkin. That's not for me. It's basically the same, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Wow. And do p- pumpkins don't come alive any other night of the year? Uh, no. Wow. What a, boring, what a weird life that must be for. But I suppose it's a bit like flying ants. You only get flying ants like one day a year, don't you? I suppose you only get sort of like living pumpkins one day a year as well. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, if a if a pumpkin comes flying in through your window at summer, then it's far scarier. Yes, that's true. That's true. And then also, you know, that the seasons are all a bit off and, you know, yeah, that that's how you can tell um, if, if a pumpkin comes flying through your window during the summer. Yeah, which is really un, yeah. really unpleasant. There have been cases of that happening, and it's not not particularly pleasant for for anyone, including the pumpkin, who I don't think enjoys it either. Just looking for a latte that's all they wanted. So, um, if you do see, pumpkins I'm enjoying around, saying pumpkin this much because pump a nice is word. a nickname for for farts, isn't it? People say pump is farts as well. Oh, fartkin. A fartkin is when you do something that's the relative of a fart, like a burp. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I did a fartkin. (laughs) I'm going to say that now. Every time I burp, excuse my fartkin. Excuse my fartkin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that. That's a fantastic term for Do you know, when we were talking about pumpkins earlier, I'd completely forgotten that you say, yep, just like a trouser pump, I suppose, then is a relative of a pumpkin as well. Yeah. Yeah. How weird. Wow. That's thank yeah. goodness pumpkins. Imagine if pumpkins like you open them up and they just stank of farts. Like no, and then you wouldn't want to light a candle in them. That would be dangerous. Well they, people do that, don't they? They say light a candle when the, when something or light a match when something smells, because the smell of the match yeah. covers up the smell. So maybe yeah. that's why we put candles in them. Maybe that's because they why. smell like pumps. Maybe that is why. And I should say, obviously, listeners, that um, you know, get grown-ups to like the match. Don't do that yourself, uh, particularly because you're probably farting and that would be very dangerous to do that at the same time as farting. Mm. Um, wow. Pumpkins are really... It's, it's amazing. It's one of those things that we I think we've really sort of unearthed uh, in this conversation, just how important pumpkins are to the planet in so many ways. They're just related to everything. Um, you know, they come alive. They've changed the, the shape of coffee. It's, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's really, wow, it's really impressive. I sort of feel like I'm not going to take pumpkins quite for granted uh, in the same way that I did before uh, from now on. Um, and I hope this is, it will be the same. Um, right, Beck, we're on to the final question. Thank you for answering all of these. I, I really can't believe how many questions we've had in. Um, but we've got one last question. And this one, I'm not going to lie, I've been thinking about this one since it arrived in the uh, Comedy Club Kids uh, podcast inbox the other day. Right, this is from Aston. 
And Aston asked, <laughs> I find it hard to ask this without laughing because I'll tell you what I keep imagining when someone told you the question. But Aston asked, why do zombies eat brains, not bums? Now, ever since I read that question, all I can imagine are lots of zombies going, bums, bums, <laughs> which is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're being attacked by zombies. Bums. 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 <laughs> it's too funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so why, why, why do they, uh, Beck? Why do they eat brains, not bums? It's actually because they want to eat something that they don't have. Like zombies don't have brains. So they want to eat brains so that they have brains. Right. Zombies do have bums. But if a zombie didn't have bums, then maybe it would eat bums. Right. So right. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. I mean, I, I also wonder because like uh you know, like say if you're a zombie, to eat a brain, you've got to like bite someone's head, basically, or you, you've got to eat their brain. But to eat someone's bum, you've got to mm. bite their bum. And that is more just like, that's not as nice. And also, I think that often bums are covered up. Like we could, you could easily, if zombie, if there was like a zombie horde and it was just out to eat your bum, you could just wear like lots of pants or like you could wear like a bum yeah. protective box or something. You could mm. just put like your bum in a bucket and then no zombie would get your bum. Whereas like, yeah. it's easier for them to get your head, to get your brains, isn't it? Yeah, what <laughs> putting your bum in a bucket is like that's a helmet, isn't it? Like that's the yeah. equivalent of your bum wearing a helmet. Oh, that's true. You could just wear a helmet on your head to protect your brains, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. But um, I yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe just zombies are very bad at you. Never really see a zombie crouching, do you, or bending over. And I think no. maybe just like your brain is an easier distance for a, bo- a zombie to bite, whereas yes. your your, to get your bum, it would have to bend over and then it might not be able to get back up again. Yeah, and also like bits fall off zombies, don't they? Because they're sort of undead and all like horrible. And so if they like bent over to mm. bite your bum, they like just might fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. might just be it's not very a very safe way of doing it. No, that's true. That's true. It's a shame. And also because... you could just sit, you could just sit down, they wouldn't be able to get you. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really, yeah. I mean, I think they'd have great difficulty like getting my bum because I'd just be sitting on the sofa and they'd just get really annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be really hungry a lot of the time. I think it's probably, yeah, I mean, it is a shame though because I do think bums is much funnier, much funnier to say like that. It is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe zombies think that uh, heads are like kiwi fruit, you know, how they're furry on the outside. So they think that maybe brains will be like nice and sweet, like kiwi fruit. Like maybe <laughs> zombies have brains, and then they're like, "Bleh, gross! Why are we doing this to ourselves?" But then you see, I'd argue, but like a bum can look like a peach. So maybe they're like, like some bums look like peaches. So they could be like, mm, "Peaches." But like, if they think your head's a kiwi fruit, they might think your bum's a peach. They might think your fingers are. Sausages. If there's one thing I've. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing I've learned from this it's that if there's ever a zombie apocalypse we could probably make things to deter like fake versions of us <laughs> you had a kiwi fruit <laughs> but it's all it's all the fruit and vegetables <laughs> that we drew for, pe- the- 
all the fruits and vegetables we do for scary faces on earlier, we just leave them out. Yeah. They'll really confuse the zombies. All the like single like scary grape they'll think is a person's brain. Yeah, they're like brains, all brains. So it's like we're just training them to eat delicious fruit and vegetables to be very healthy. Oh, yeah. I think if you stuck a kiwi fruit on top of a watermelon with a peach. <laughs> on the bottom and then, and then sausages yeah yeah for the hands well it's do you know do you know the joke now i should say this isn't my joke but do you know the joke about what what do vegetarian zombies say they say grains grains, grains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so they could just sort of do, you know change up what they, they're going for and they could i mean maybe you know, maybe if we just told them about the other things they could eat, they might demand other things. You know, like sort of banana split or like pack of crisps. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just need educating. Is all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be Isn't hard because the they haven't got brains. Things. So it's going to be tricky to educate. Oh, maybe that's why they need the brains. Catch twenty two, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Catch twenty boo. Catch twenty. Boo. I, but, I, I mean, I was going to say earlier. You know, we were talking about if if ghosts said poo instead of boo, and zombies said bums instead of brains, then I think Halloween would be a lot funnier in general. It would. I'm quite sad. That I that really happened. hope that someone listening draws us a picture of a zombie diversion, uh, you know, dummy which is made up with a kiwi fruit for a head. Watermelon for a body, peach for a bum, sausages for hands. <laughs> please. I really want to see send that, that picture. In. Please send that in. Amazing. Well, thank you. I mean, you've answered all of all of the Halloween questions that I think will ever be asked uh, throughout time ever again. Um, so thank you. I don't think anyone could ever have any other questions about Halloween. Um, I, I can't imagine what what needs to be asked ever again about Halloween. I think you've answered all of it. And if anyone's not happy with those answers or if it's raised further questions, then, um, you know, I'll be back next year. Same time next year. <laughs> with, with, zombie, with my pumpkin zombie friends. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you've already signed up to next year's. If there are more Halloween questions, then, then we will definitely do that. Um, that well, thanks, Beck. And are, are you doing anything spooky for the rest of today? Uh, I'm going to go to the shops. Wow. I like, if you say anything like that, it's instantly speaking. I've got to put the bins out. It's like terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck going to the shop and, and you know, just, uh, I suppose, be, beware of uh, pumpkins um, looking for lattes, you know, and, and zombies that eat bums. Yeah. Yeah, if you see someone who looks very, very orange, <laughs> you know, like unnaturally orange, and they're holding a coffee, that's a pumpkin. Wise words, wise words. Be careful out there, everyone. Be careful of the be careful of the pumpkins this Halloween. Thanks, Beck. <laughs> I am horrible. Most horrible. Fangs, get it? Fangs to the glorious Beck Hill for answering all of your Halloween questions, and I hope you have enjoyed them or were terrified until your socks flew off into the night. One of those reactions would be brilliant. 
be a real pain to get your socks back, I suppose, if they flew off, wouldn't it? So maybe it's just best to enjoy the show instead. If you are in the UK, then Beck Hill hosts the superbly fun Makeaway Takeaway on CITV and the ITV player, and do go there to watch that. Um, and she's also released the first of her Horror Heights comedy horror books for kids, and the first one's called The Slime. So get your ancient creaking fart ghouls, sorry, grown-ups, to grab that for you from all good bookshops, but also all the terrifyingly evil and scary bookshops too. And don't forget to check out my Scream Street Guides to Being a Stand-Up Comedian, which you can find on the Mega Magazine YouTube channel. Um, there's all four parts of them. For some reason, loads and loads of people have watched part three uh, compared to parts one, two, and four, which is very strange. So watch all of those ones a little bit more, and I'll pop all the links in the podcast blurb as well. And of course, if you've got a question that isn't for Halloween, um, and it's not just for Christmas, then uh, maybe it's just for one of our usual podcast episodes. Um, or if you want to tell us anything at all that you really need me here at CC4KHQ to know, they get those same grown-ups to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk I don't really know when to do this laugh is it good to do it at the end there? Email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk doesn't doesn't really fit there either does it Um, happy Halloween you have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids presents Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.